Every mother makes mistakes, some bigger than others. The story of La Llorona is a little different. Most mothers' mistakes are not changing their child soon enough and having them blow out, or yell at a child who meant no harm. But La Llorona decided to drown her own children, to murder her children in a blind rage, only to then be consumed by guilt. That guilt would force her into the water. But instead of joining her children in the afterlife, La Llorona is doomed to forever search for their lost souls. Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast. It's great to talk to everybody again. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm excited to tell you guys about the story of La Llorona. I hope I'm saying that right. I looked up how to pronounce it, and it's it's spelled weird, but I, I think that's how you say it. Don't come after me if it's not. I don't really have any updates for you guys. Um, I picked up a new hobby. I have been sewing, which has been super fun. You now I seem to have so many hobbies and I go through phases where I just get bored of my current hobbies and so I do a million other hobbies. Um, but that's been fun. I'm sewing a sweater for my, or I guess a hoodie, sorry, for my son right now. It looks super cute. I messed up on the arms, so I gotta fix one of the arms, but I think it looks super cute so far, and I'm honestly kind of proud of it. I had a different episode planned for today, and uh, I sat down and started to uh, research it, and I realized it was another sleep paralysis demon. And I know everybody has their own reasons as to why sleep paralysis happens, and there's a million demons about sleep paralysis, but we have done so many of those recently that I was like, I, we need something different. So uh, I found this one. I'm excited about this one, but now that means that I'm missing one for, you know, this month, and I've got to do some digging and try to find something that sounds cool. And, and I guess it's kind of my fault because when I found this month, I sort of just went off of like, pictures and creepiness and how they looked and I didn't really look into them that much so I should have looked into it a little more before I decided I was going to do it this month but I'm not going to do another sleep paralysis demon because we've already done so many of those. What I really like about La Llorona is how different it is. Um, obviously all demons and things like that are going to have some sort of similarities in them but she is much different than a sleep paralysis demon and I love that. Anyways, like I said, I don't have, you know, an update for you guys, really. My life's pretty much the same. So let's just go ahead and jump into the story of La Llorona. La Llorona, who is also known as the Weeping Woman, is a pre-Hispanic creature. That's what most of my sources said. We do believe that the story of La Llorona originated in the Central Highlands, and it's just been adopted by many other people for a variety of reasons. Sometimes they use her in films, other times in stories or, you know, books. Either way, her story has been adopted, as most creature stories are. Some of the earliest traces of La Llorona date back to almost the 1550s in Mexico City, so her story has been around for quite a long time. 
Like most stories, of course, you're going to find multiple different versions of Lolorona and what happened to her and what she is doing now. All of these stories have different beliefs on how she looks. Some of them talk about how she is a beautiful woman. Others talk about how she's a beautiful woman wearing a flowy white dress. Some say it's a soaking wet dress that drips and leaves trails no matter how you know long she's been wearing it or how dry it is outside. Others believe that she has like a white thing that covers her face, um, but you can still see her face through it, kind of like when you get married, how you have a veil. Either way, in basically all of the stories that, you know, talk about how she looks, and even in most of the drawings of La Llorona, she is always wearing white and is just like pure white. I believe the reason because of this is because La Llorona is technically a ghost, and honestly, I do think that we as a society have adopted the the idea that ghosts are white. You know, they show up as white beings, they have white clothes, they float, you know what I mean? And that's kind of why I think Lolorona is depicted in wearing white, because she's technically a ghost. Before we get into the stories of Lolorona, there are some other things I wanted to bring up, like her wailing. Most of the stories will talk about Lolorona's wailing, and that is one of the reasons why she adopted the nickname of the Weeping Woman. Now, she is wailing and sobbing when she is heard. This is because she's consumed by so much guilt that all she can do all day long is cry out for her children. She, of course, does this because she is hoping that one day they will hear her and come to her, or that somebody might come to her and know where her children are. The sightings of Lolorona are basically only near bodies of water. Her dress or outfit or whatever you know you believe is often seen flowing in the wind while she cries out for her children, and she is searching for her children. There are cases where people talk about seeing Lolorona floating over water, looking into its depths to try to find the body of her children. Other people talk about how she walks on the edges of the rivers or the lakes. And you guys, she appears on any body of water. She has searched every single body of water, you know, on earth. And she's continually cycling through these bodies of water, trying to find her children. This does include pools and ponds as well. Most of the common stories that are talked about with Lolorona are that she was an indigenous woman whose name was Maria. This is not all the time the case, and so I will not really be referring to her as Maria because that is not for sure, you know, her name. I will just be referring her as Lolorona because that is what she is most widely known as. Now, this woman... Maria or La Llorona would find and fall in love with a rich Spaniard. The two of them would have a great relationship and they would end up marrying each other later down the line. La Llorona was one of the most attractive people in Mexico at the time and was very highly sought after, so it wasn't hard for her to find a man that she liked and settle down with him. They would go on to have children together and live a very happy life. Until for some reason, the man that she married decided that he was either bored of her or found somebody prettier and better, and he would go on to abandon La Llorona and her two children to live with somebody else. This, of course, would rip La Llorona's heart out, and it would really just tear her down. Now, she was afraid of what her husband or ex-husband was going to do to them. 
She decided at that point in a blind rage and fear moment that she was going to walk her children down to the river and drown them. There are some different versions of this story in particular where people talk about how La Llorona was so angry at him that she was going to get back at him by drowning his children. Others were because La Llorona was afraid that he was going to take the children with him and she would rather the children die than to go live with somebody else. Regardless of why she did it, the story goes that Lolorona, like I said, walked down to that lake with her two children, who did not suspect a thing, and would hold them under the water until they stopped moving, drowning her children. Then she let their bodies go, and they would float off away from her into this lake. Now Lolorona would sit there and stare at them, and when the anger and sadness began to fade, she became overcome with guilt. She just drowned her two children. She would then go on to try and save the children, pull them out of the water to see if maybe they had just passed out. But they were indeed dead, and Lolorona did kill her children. So she let her children go. They floated away once again, and she sat there deciding on what she was going to do. And because she was so overwhelmed with guilt, Lolorona decided to throw herself into the water and drown hoping that she would be able to meet her children in the afterlife and apologize for what she just did. And this worked. Lolorona drowned, like she wanted. She passed away, and her soul left her body just as her two children did before her. But the children were not waiting for her by the riverbed. So they must have moved on already, or so she thought. She decided she was going to travel up empty-handed to heaven without her children. When she got there... She was hoping that she was going to see them by the gate, either waiting for her or honestly already in heaven. But when she arrived, her children were not there. Heaven, knowing what she had done to her children, informed her that the souls of the two children were lost, wandering around on Earth's plane, and they couldn't find their way to heaven. And since Lolorona was the one who decided to drown them and take them out of the world before they were ready, and then abandoned them on the plane of Earth, they informed her that she was condemned to the middle as well. She would forever walk the Earth until she was able to find her two children's lost souls. Only then, when she had both children in hand, could she travel back to heaven, and then all of them would be accepted into heaven. Other versions of the story talk about Lolorona being cheated on by this rich Spaniard. It stays about the same. He would marry the most beautiful, most sought-after woman in Mexico, and she would birth two of his children. All was going well until they hit a rough patch in their marriage. During this rough patch, suddenly her husband seemed to spend less and less time at home. And eventually, when she was out with the children one day, she would catch him with another woman cheating on her. Now, Lolorona didn't go up to him and say anything. She was too angry. And that is when she walked her two children down to the riverbed. And then just like the last story, she would go on to drown them and let their bodies float off, eventually throwing herself in to the water, just like the last story, and drowned herself. 
But just like the last story, as soon as she got up to heaven, they informed her that the souls were lost and she was condemned to walk earth until she could bring them to heaven. Another interesting take on the story of La Llorona was that the children were born illegitimate. And instead of La Llorona marrying this rich Spaniard and having children and him cheating on her with somebody else, La Llorona was the one that this rich Spaniard was cheating on with. This rich Spaniard was already married at the time that he met La Llorona. She was still beautiful and the most sought-after girl, and because she liked him, they began to have sex. La Llorona knew that he was in a relationship with another woman, though, and unfortunately would fall pregnant. When she fell pregnant, she began fearing what he was going to do to her and the children, because he was with somebody else, and he had no intent on leaving this other person. So she needed to come up with a plan. During her entire pregnancy, Lolorona would think about this, and think about her plan. She never did tell him that she was pregnant, and one day she would go into labor, birthing one single child. During her entire pregnancy, she thought about it and finally come up with a decision before birthing this child. So she would take this brand new baby down to the river, and just like the other stories, she would drown it. She did this because she was afraid that he would take the child. She was afraid that not only would he find out and rip this child from her arms, but he would give this child to his wife. And Lolorona would never see this baby again. And she didn't want that to happen. But then, guilt bubbled up in her. Lolorona just drowned her newborn baby, and she would throw herself into the water with her child. And just as the last stories that I told you, she would go up to heaven and be informed that this child's soul was lost, and she needed to find it. So she was condemned to walk earth forever, searching. Whichever story you believe, the outline is the same. La Llorona would make a terrifyingly fatal mistake that she would forever regret. She would drown her own children. She would regret it and kill herself to be with them, and then find out that their souls were lost. And she would pay the ultimate price, forever wandering the middle ground, looking for those souls. And that's what she does to this day. Lilorona walks from body of water to body of water, all around the earth, sobbing the entire time, screaming out for her children. She goes from body of water to body of water, floating over the top of them, searching every single one of them for those lost souls in hopes that she will one day find her children. In a couple of versions, interestingly enough, to speed up looking for her children, she would be riding a horse, but this is not in every single version. This of course hasn't helped. If she's riding a horse or on foot, Lolorona is still searching for her babies. Now if that wasn't a heartbreaking story, it gets creepy. Like I said, she sobs the entire time she's searching crying out for the children, and you can hear her. You can make out what she is saying. Now, if Lolorona's cry is loud, and it sounds like she is right next to you, she's actually far away. But if it is soft and quiet, 
like she's miles from you. La Llorona could be right next to you. La Llorona will seal your fate and drown you if given the chance. This is because she has become so desperate on bringing her children home and getting into heaven that she will drown you and take your soul to heaven in an attempt to pass you off as one of her children. If you do manage to hear her and run, which is what you should do if you hear her cries, most of the time there's no way of getting away from La Llorona if she decides she can use you to pass off as one of her children. Even if you were to get into a vehicle and drive away from where you hurt her, it's said that if she believes you are her children or you look enough like her children, she will even appear in your vehicle and attempt to uh, make you crash your car and take your soul with her. Now, some people connect the story of Lola Rona with other beliefs. Some people connect her to some mythological stories and they believe that she is the hungry woman who is wailing and begging for food. Others have compared her to an Aztec goddess of motherhood. I am honestly not even going to try to say that name. So if you're curious on the actual name of her, just look up the Aztec goddess of motherhood and, and you'll see the name. This creature and her story are shared in Mexico a lot nowadays, and it's been adopted by a lot of other people. There are movies, you know, about the La Llorona and about her story if you are interested in watching them. I have not gotten around to watching them, but I would be very interested in watching them. And most of the time, if they share the story of La Llorona, it is used as a teaching point because parents do not want their children wandering off after dark. The story of Lola Rona, I don't know if I mentioned it early, happens at night. That is when she comes out and searches for her children. Um, people and parents do not want their children to wander off after dark. So they believe if they share the story of Lola Rona and about how she is looking for her children or kids that look like her children, that they will steal these souls of these children if they wander off after dark. It is also shared to try to discourage children from going around bodies of water without their parents. La Llorona will not mistake them for her own children most of the time if she sees them with another adult or parent because then she knows for sure, even though they look like her children, that they are not her children. La Llorona is a mourning mother who drowned her children in a blind rage, who is now condemned to walk the earth forever, looking for her two lost souls while being consumed by the guilt of taking their lives away. It doesn't matter what story you believe or what you believe she looks like. La Llorona is a heartbreaking story of a mother who hurt her children and is now forced to live out the consequences, sobbing and crying for her children for the rest of eternity, forever looking for the two lost souls. If you happen to hear her cry and it sounds close, you're safe. La Llorona most likely hasn't seen you 
or doesn't want your soul as one of her children. But if the cry sounds far away, and like she's miles away and nowhere near you, La Llorona is probably right next to you, watching you. And maybe she's mistaken you for one of her children. This podcast may contain false or misleading information. If you are interested in knowing more about any stories shared on this podcast, I highly recommend doing your own research. All listeners are advised that these are stories and folktales. The information shared must be taken carefully and skeptically, because you never know what could be real and what's just a story. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.